Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry Prayer and Story Time where we get an opportunity to come before you on this precious day to bring God Almighty himself before you as we enter into an engaging conversation with you all today as we talk, tell stories, bring a testimony or two, even a word of God as heaven open up and pour out unto us its riches and its blessings. My name is Reverend Hill, and with me today is my lovely, anointed, Holy Ghost-filled wife who has a message from heaven. Now I want you all to situate yourselves. Open your heart and let your mind receive as heaven begins to pour out unto you right here and right now as we all gather ourselves together and prepare what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning, our faithful friends and listeners. And we are always so very, very happy to be with you every day. And I also want to say happy, happy, holy day to you all. This is the day that God has set apart, and he said he blessed it, and he said keep it holy. Therefore, he has sanctified this day. He has set it apart for himself, for us to have time, because there are so many of us sisters and brothers that say, oh, I don't have time to go to church, or I don't have time to do this or do that. Well, God made a way where it can be done. It can be so. He said, I'm going to end my work on the sixth day and on the Sabbath day. Whichever day you choose to rejoice in the Lord, whether it's a Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, or Thursday, or Wednesday, he said, set that day apart and give that day to me. So we just going to pray together today, and we're going to get these wonderful testimonies of people that love us enough and care enough about us and so kind to want to share their life stories with us and their past stories and show us just how wonderful God is when he delivers us from up underneath the terrible spirits of Satan and his demons, okay? So, first of all, we're going to get through our prayer request today, and we have a prayer request. We still want to pray for the Toledo family with the 13-year-old boy that was shot. Pray for that his family get, um, he was shot and killed about two or three weeks ago, that the good Lord would give his mother and his family comfort. Uh, I want to pray for Dusty Willems. She lost her husband to COVID-19 a month or two ago. Um, We want to pray to God also give her and her family and kids and the grandkids some peace and uh, comfort. 
Uh, we have a request from an occupational therapist uh, that we would pray for her and some matters on her job and personal matters within the family and her life period. We don't know what none of these um, prayers consist of, but we do know they consist of jobs and personal things. We want to pray for Van. Same thing, uh, he asked for prayer for his job and personal things that's going on in his life and his family. And I also would like to pray ask you all to pray for my son Carrington day before yesterday he was um diagnosed with COVID-19 and right now he's really sick he is still at home but I will be keeping you all informed if anything get any worse but we that's why we gonna pray that things doesn't get any worse and I also want to pray for those of you that we're not hearing your voice but we are with you today in spirit and in truth that you have problems and we don't know about them, but we're going to pray to God. He know who you are, and he know what your problems are, and we're going to ask God because we can't fix them. You can't fix them yourselves, but you know what? Jesus can fix them. So we're going to pray about all these things because we know for ourselves that Matthew 18, 20 tells us, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So we know that nothing in the world that we, once we gather together in, in, in Christ's name, that we know he's there. He's there with us all the time anyway. But we know when we get together, we band together all and we just pray and lift up God's name. And we ask him with an open, true, willing heart. We know that the Holy Spirit, we know that God is right there with us. Okay? So we're going to pray. And I'm going to get started on these wonderful testimonies this morning. Father God, I pray that you would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of the message that I'm about to give and the true testimonies, Lord, that they're about to receive this morning, Father God. And I pray that none become offended. And Lord, all these families and people just all over the world, Father God, that I just ask for for prayer requests and prayers for those that can't reach us, Lord, but they also are receiving this message, Lord. We pray that you break the spirit and the, and, and the bonds of Satan off of these families, Lord, and that you just give them peace, Lord. Lord, that you would just enter into their household, Lord, and you would dispatch your holy angels, Father God, around their doors and windows, Lord. God, help protect us, Lord. Lord, I pray for for, for love and peace and mercy and your grace to continue blessing my husband as he give your word, Lord, because we know that Satan don't like that, Lord. And God, he want to continue to be used by you, God. He loves you, Lord, and he loves people, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. So I'm asking that you just surround and encamp your angels around Reverend Hill, Lord, this morning. That's my husband, Lord, and I love him, but I know that I don't love him more than you do. God, I'm asking that you keep our family to go on, Lord, and protect us from all hurt, harm, danger, and evil, and spiritual wickedness, Lord, that you would bless us, Lord, that you would keep me and, and the children in good health, Lord, because, God, you gave me to my husband as it's helped me, Lord, so one is no good, Father, without the other, so I'm just asking that you give me that balance in my life to stay healthy, to be, after, be able to see after my family and be the wife that I should be to my husband and the mother, that I should be to my children and my grandchildren, and the friend that I should be. And last but not least, Lord, you know you're always at the top, so you're never last, Lord, but you come first in my life. 
to be the servant and the woman of God that I should be to get your word out to people and tell them about your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we are going to the today's testimony is fame, fortune, and voices. <clears throat> I found myself way up high in a tree with a rope around my neck. As a young child, I had been sexually molested. I endured continual verbal abuse. I became involved in drugs, pornography, and witchcraft. The tormenting voices in my head continued to haunt me. Drug abuse and sexual prosperity left me hopeless. One day at the age of 14, I found myself standing at the edge of a tree branch, 25 feet high up in the air with a rope around my neck. The tormenting voices in my head echoed the words, jump, jump, and we will leave. We won't leave you alone. I'll leave you alone if you would just jump. I won't be in your head anymore. Jump. Just as I, just as I was about to leap that I believed would bring me up because I believed that it would bring me peace and it would bring me silence and the voices in my head would go away. Something happened. It was the rattling sound of a front gate of my home, signaling the arrival of my mother and sister. For a few brief seconds, I became conscious of the insanity of what I had been contemplating. <clears throat> Excuse me. I quickly stepped away from the edge of the tree branch and removed a rope from around my neck. That one suicide attempt would not be the only one in my lifetime. There would be others. As a young child, I had been sexually molested by the babysitters. I did not fully understand the gravity of what had taken place. Those incidents would plague me in the later years with shame, rejection, and worthlessness. I grew up with a single mom who was, <clears throat> who was psycho and emotionally unstable. I endured continual verbal abuse from her, telling me that I was worthless, that I would be better off dead than alive. She would constantly beat me. I had nightmares at night. I was so mistreated and misused that I would pee down my legs. I was so afraid I would wrap myself in my own arms to protect myself from her. To hear her feet gravitate near the doors at night, I felt so spooked. I was so afraid. She was a very broken and tormented woman herself. The saying is true. Hurt as a teenager, I became involved in drugs, pornography, and witchcraft. My family was involved in occult arts. They practiced casting spells, consulting the dead, and palm reading. It was all I knew, and it was all they knew. I became a third-generation person believing that this was the pathway to enlightenment. Little did I know this was really a pathway to darkness and enslavement to Satan. In the midst of it all, I believed that fame and fortune would be the way to be set free from the haunting voices in my head. I pursued a career as a clothing, clothing designer. I hoped that someday I would become famous and acquire great wealth, recognition, and a peace that would somehow silence the tormenting voices of my head that I still hear this day. My hope for fame and fortune seemed to elude me, elude me as they tormented me and the voices in my head continued to haunt me. 
at the age of 27, the pursuit of fame and fortune led me to Las Vegas, Nevada. The voices had followed me as well. I lived a life, I lived a lifetime there of continual drug abuse and sexual prosperity. It left me empty and hopeless. No matter what I tried to do to silence the voices, they continued to haunt me. I lived a lifestyle at the time of trying to please everybody but myself, becoming a psychological liar, believing that everything that I said was true. I yearned to be like other people that I hung around, famous, and my other friends that were older, and the older men that used me to sell their drugs out on the streets. I yearned to be with older women, which my mind and my lifestyle had led me to. I was so tormented that once I came a certain age to actually be with somebody and women that really loved me and showed me affection, I didn't know how to accept it. In my life, I have lost a many a women that were good because I didn't know how to accept the love that they could really give me. One day, a cloud of deep depression covered my soul. The tormenting voices called out to me saying, if you take your life, you will find rest. No longer will you be tormented. I knelt by my bedside in utter despair. Besides me was a bottle, my doorway, was to what I believed would bring me peace and finally silence the tormenting voices. As I knelt there, I spoke these words to God as best I knew how. I said, God, if you are real, please reveal yourself to me. If you don't, then all I have are these pills that speak to me of a peace that I can only find in death. I don't want to live anymore. Hope within me had escaped like it unto air that leaves a punctured air balloon. Suddenly I felt two hands touch my shoulders. I looked around to see if there was someone there, but there was no one yet there. Yet the touch of those hands upon my shoulders was undeniable. A wave of a great peace embraced my whole being. As that happened, I broke down and started to cry uncontrollably. There on my knees, I cried and cried for what seemed like hours. Eventually, I crawled into my bed and cried myself to sleep in a fatal, in a, forgive me, uh, excuse me, in a fetal-like position. In the days that followed, I found myself at the Las Vegas Convention Center where a Billy Graham crusade was taking place. There, for the first time in my life, I heard of the life-changing good news of Jesus Christ, the one who took my place on a cross to pay the penalty of my sins. That day, I heard that I was dead in my sins and on my way to be eternally separated from God in a place called hell. I also heard that if I repented of my sins and believed in Christ, I could receive from him the gift of the, of the forgiveness of my sins and have the assurance of eternal life. That day, Sunday, November 23, 1980, I was resurrected from the dead and made alive in Christ as a new creation. I repented of my sins and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. The fame and fortune that I had once pursued and the hope of his bringing me peace had now been exchanged for the fame and the fortune found in Christ. The eternal riches of his grace abound with the peace that this world cannot give. What does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world but loses his own soul? Matthew 16, 26. 
No longer do the voices of hell torment and afflict my soul. Now in exchange for those voices, I have found the peaceful, sweet voice of the Holy Spirit who continually through Christ empowers me to walk in freedom from the slavery of sin. He confronts my soul with the eternal assurance of his unchanging and merciful love. Today I can forgive as I have been forgiven, one reconciled to God, reconciled to myself, and reconciled to others by the grace of God given to me through the finished work of Jesus Christ. He stands at the door of your heart calling you home. No matter where you have been, no matter what you have done, no matter how deep the pit, no matter how dark the dungeon, he is able to rescue you, deliver you, set you free, cleanse you, forgive you, and make you whole. If anyone be in Christ, there are new creation. They are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Second Corinthians five seventeen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear has tor- has because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. First John four eighteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. For whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. John 3.16 Do you know that no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born again? John 3 He stands knocking at the door of your heart, saying, Come unto me, all ye who are weighed down and burdened, and I will give you eternal rest, eternal forgiveness, eternal life, and eternal love. Matthew 11.28 he awaits your response. Birch. Well, 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 Brother Birch, that is a very, very enlightened and strong and powerful testimony that you have just given. It is just so wonderful that we can stand every day or we can sit every day and we can hear the testimonies of other people. And I can just read your testimony and uh, the hair on the back of my neck stands up tall because I can feel your anointing to do just reading your testimony to our faithful friends and listeners, the anointing that God has poured out upon you. And as I read the Holy Scriptures, it's like a healing to my soul. And I'm sure it's a healing to a whole lot of other people's souls that has experienced and has gone through the things that you are going through now, has gone through then, and the things that God has delivered you from to this day now. I know a lot of people, Brother Birch, that has gone through those same things, similar things, and are continuing to go through them to this day. And those are people that I ask God for prayer for that. They need to think that I need Christ because Christ is the only way for me to be delivered from this torment, from the dungeons of hell, from the pits of fire from the unchanging love that God could give me to torment and torture because it's not love when you hear voices in your head. It's Satan tormenting you, telling you to kill yourself, destroy yourself. You know, I once heard those voices myself years and years and years ago. And when I stood back 50-something years ago and I got on my knees as a five-year-old little girl and I asked Christ to be my Lord and Savior, And in my life, I went up twice for reassurance of my salvation because at five years old, sometimes you don't know really if you really understand what salvation really is. But when I thought to myself, as I got older, I really did. 
because you want to be rescued and you want to be freed from the hands of Satan and the torment of Satan and hell and, and you get that taste of freedom after you have tasted death over and over and over and over again and you have tasted hatred. So of course I myself know exactly the darkness and the ways that you have come from that God has lifted you up from and I just thank you so much and our faithful friends and listeners as well as my husband and myself I really hope that you take the things that Arch has really talked about because a lot of us right now are going through the same things and the thing about it is he didn't just mention one or two things that his, in his lifestyle he mentioned many the way I always tell you that storms come in many forms and he has gone through the torments and the rape and the child molestations. He has gone through the drugs, homelessness, all kind of things, everything that I have named and that I name to you every morning. And we're going to just bind together right now. We're going to ask the Lord God to deliver us from these tormenting, filthy spirits, Father God, that we know, Father, they are not from you, Father God. And we know, God, is only one way, and that's through your Son, Jesus, Lord. In order to ever see your face, Lord Jesus, we know that there's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ, your Son, Father God. God, we pray that right now that every spirit, God, every soul, every young soul, every old soul, every dying soul, Lord Jesus, that you would just pour out your spirit amongst this flesh right now in your son Jesus' name, and that you would deliver us. You would deliver them, God, Jesus, all over the world this morning, Father God, that you would deliver them from underneath the ways of a cunning, conniving snake, which is Satan, the devil, and his angels, Father God. Please, God. God, we ask you, Father God, and God, we have more than two and we have more than three this morning, binding together in your name, Father God. We asking you to come and rescue us, Lord. We asking you to help us, Lord. We asking you to free us, Lord, in your son Jesus' name, Father God, and amen and amen and amen, and I'm going to turn this over to the Reverend Derek Hill. Amen. Praise the Lord. Powerful, powerful, powerful testimony there. That was a great testimony there. And that was a great word that you gave behind that testimony there, Mrs. Hill. Amen. 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 And that testimony was great. And there's not much I could say. You said it all, Mrs. Hill. You was ready this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we want you all to know that uh, this morning uh, it is our worship hour this morning at 10 a.m. And we're inviting all of you all to drop on by with us this morning right here at the channel that you're watching us now. So come on by at 10 a.m. We'll love to have you. And um, we know that you all are very special to our hearts. And we are praying for all of you all, especially those that's right now that feel the tugging at your hearts. We, 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 we are praying for you especially. Now, if you haven't had the opportunity, we want to open and extend this opportunity to you all right now to 
Call out to the Lord right now. All you have to do is to believe. You, you don't have to turn around and jump up and down. You don't have to send us no $39.95 for no water or no, no handkerchief. You don't have to send the missus no $40 and she ain't going to send you no paperback with, with, with no words written on it. We ain't going to send none of that. We don't do none of that here at the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. All we're going to give you is what the Bible says. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 10, the Bible simply says, If thou shalt believe in thy heart on the Lord Jesus, that God has raised him from the dead, then thou shalt be saved. But with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So all you got to do is believe and confess. Come on. Come on. Let's take care of that business right now. Say a simple prayer with me. Father, I'm a sinner. Lord, I'm not perfect. But so far, I haven't found that I had to be. So Lord, I'm just letting you know I believe. I believe in you, Lord. Save a sinner like me. Save me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that with all sincerity in your heart, the Bible says that you are saved. And the angels in heaven are rejoicing over you. And me and Mrs. Hill, we're going to rejoice over you as well. And we're thanking God for you. Now all you need to do now is get you a Bible. You can go in the resale shop and get one. They're free. And if you don't don't know where else to go and get one, you can go to the resale shop and get you one. They're free right there. And get get you a Bible, find you a sin-hating, Bible-thumping, preaching church, and turn from your ways and start following the man, Christ Jesus. And glory be to God, and we'll watch the transformation from glory to glory to glory. Praise the Lord. Well, we'll see you all at 10 today. And we love you. And remember, Jesus loves you. He always have, and he always will. Praise the Lord now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.